If God told you to stand, what are you going to do? Yes. If God told you to clap your hands, what are you going to do? Clap your hands. See? Listen. Listen to God. Listen. Learn to listen to Him. Learn to know that it is God who is speaking. It's not any one of us that is speaking to you. It's God that is speaking. Praise the Lord. You know, when we come up here, when we share the word with you, it is God who's speaking. It is God. He's the one who's speaking. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and, and you know what? He's given us His Word. He's given us the Word of God. Yes. Not only that, but He's given you the Holy Spirit. He's given you a helper. The helper to help you to understand God's Word. The helper to help you to know what to say, yes. what to do. You have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um, last, see, when was this? Oh, a couple weeks ago, our, our washer and dryer, actually our washer broke down. Couldn't wash clothes inside our home. And I tried to encourage Sharon to go to the laundromat. And she said, no, I don't want to go to the laundromat. What is a laundromat? <laughs> but anyway, it, it broke down on us. And we, we, we had to go buy a new one. So we bought a new one. And what I did is I got home, unloaded it, put it there, plugged it in. And I said, look, it's there, it's working. I said, try it out. We put some clothes in there, turned it on, and that thing began to jump up and down. <laughs> jump, jump. I mean, it was jumping off the ground. Probably about like that high. And I thought, what is wrong? What is going on here? And you know what? I didn't read the manual. I thought I knew when I set it up. And I didn't read the manual. And that began to happen. So you know what I did? I sat down, I read the manual, and decided, why is this happening? So when I read the manual, it told me what I needed to do. There were some screws in the back of it that I needed to take out. So I took them out because I guess they put those in there. So when they're moving that machine around on the truck, it doesn't shake. The inside of it doesn't shake, cause damage. So those have to be removed. So I removed all of that, started it all over, and it was smooth. No more shaking. No more, no more jumping, you know. And and Sharon was like, "What is wrong with our, with our new washer? Is it, is it possessed?" <laughs> um, see, knowledge, and, and this we we talked about this too, and in, in, in our, our our Monday night prayer, it was it was so awesome Monday night, and and what we read and what we stood on, and you know, and, and that that's that's what is needed. And, you know, knowledge, we say we have knowledge. But what's missing is the wisdom, you know? Because, so, so knowledge is, 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 this is what we're 
this is kind of how I explain it to my kids. Is that, um, so there's an outlet. Maybe you see an outlet right down here somewhere. Right here, outlet. Okay, knowledge is, is knowing how this is made. And when you plug into it, what happens? There's power, right? So there's wires connected to it. We know that. So that's knowledge, you know, knowing how this operates. Wisdom is this. While you stick your finger in there? Probably not. Why? It's going to shock you. See, that's wisdom. Knowing not to stick your finger in there or knowing not to stick anything in there except a plug that's, that's made specifically for that. See, that's wisdom. Knowledge is just knowing how, how, how that thing operates and how that thing is built and, and what it does. That, that's knowledge. There's a difference. There's a difference. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people can go through the Bible and just, just kind of go through it, but not really opening up and allowing the Holy Spirit to help you to understand God's Word. See, that's why we need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. We have to understand who the Holy Spirit is. We have to know what the Holy Spirit does. Without the Holy Spirit, we are lost. We are lost. Now, we talked about... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have uh, Sharon, she can come up here. I'm going to have her make some copies of this. <clears throat> and, you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit. Oh, Sharon, can you make some copies? So there's already two right here. So just count everybody and make, make some copies of that. Um, before we move on, and, and I'm, I'm just amazed of, of, of God and his, his Word, let's actually, let's go to back to Genesis and then look at uh, chapter 1. And then if you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Okay? So you can kind of imagine, you can kind of see what's happening here, that the earth was covered with what? Water. Right? And then, above the water, God's Spirit was what? Hovering. Right? Over the water. Alright? And then, look, the earth was without what? Form. So in other words, there were probably no mountains. There were probably no hills. There, I mean, there was nothing. There was no form to it. And then, it says, and void. So there was, there was really, there was nothing. Even in the waters, as the waters was covered the whole earth, there was no animals in the water. There was nothing. Nothing. And then it says, And darkness was on the face of the deep. I mean, it was just nothing. 
There was nothing. And the Spirit of God. But you know what? God, the Spirit of God was there from the beginning. Was there when the earth was without form. When there was darkness. When it there, when there was void. God was there that whole time from the beginning. And then you know, you know the rest of the story, right? Man came from a monkey. Well, that's what they say in the schools. They talk about evolution. Evolution. Where did we evolve from? Where did we come from? And they, they talk about that. They talk about evolution. But really, how many of you believe God's Word? Amen. Who believes God's Word is true? Amen. Who believes that everything that's in here is true? Amen. Everything. Do UFOs exist? Do aliens exist? I believe not. You know why? Because it's not in the Word of God. It's not. I hear a lot of people talking, aliens, aliens, aliens. There's other planets, there's other out there. Well, where does it say in God's Word? It doesn't. See, that, that's, that's the Holy Spirit telling us and teaching us and revealing to us how true, how true God's Word is. And that's the only way you're going to know. If you don't know the Holy Spirit, if you don't understand who the Holy Spirit is and where the Holy Spirit comes from, if you don't know, you know what? Everything that people tell you, you're going to wonder, is, it might be true. It might. Now, when, 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 from here, if you, if you continue on, okay? If you continue on. And let me see if I can find it here. Okay, go to verse 26. Look at verse 26. Verse 26. Then God said, let us, us, in other words, the Trinity, right? Yes. What, what is the Trinity? Yeah. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. Let us, and then look at that, capital U, right? Us. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. So who created you? God. Who do you look like? God. And then look, it says, um, he, he created him, man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him male. Look, he created him male 
and female. There's only two, right? Male and female. There's no binary. There's no other. There's no anything. Transgender, nothing. Okay? He created male and female. He created them. And then look, then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And I praise the Lord. I praise God that He finally gave me the answer. He finally gave me the answer. And what I'm talking about is this. If you go back to the beginning, it says, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the earth. How many spirits were there? One. There's only one spirit that gives life. There's only one spirit that gives life. There's only one God through the, the spirit of God that he breathed into man and he made men live. So everything that I breathe, the reason why I'm alive today is because God breathed into me. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. See? God breathed into me. And then the Spirit of God, the Spirit, that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. Yes. Lives in you. One Spirit. One Spirit. Yes. Now I hear people, I hear people talking. These gays, lesbians, you know, in, in, in the Navajo culture, now what they're saying is we got to treat them equal. And we got to know that they have two spirits. That's what they say. Maybe some of you heard it. That's right, yes. Maybe some of you heard it. They said they have two spirits. That's why they're like that. That's why they're like that. And then not only that. One spirit. The spirit of God. Yes. Living in me. Yes. Made in his image. Yes. Made in his likeness. Yes. Praise the Lord. So why, 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 why are we acknowledging this great spirit that they call this spirit woman, this spirit woman who said that I'm going to give you four clans and these four clans that I'm going to give you, you're going to be acknowledged by that. Wow. How many of you believe God's word? Amen. Yes. Amen. I finally got my answer. And that's what I'm bringing up. And it's the truth. Yes. It's the truth. Yes. If I introduce myself and I say, this is my fraternal clan, my mother, my father, and this and this, and I name all of this, I'm acknowledging that spirit, that word came from me. Some of you may not agree with me. Some of you may disagree with me. 
But take it up with God. Take it up with God. Ask Him. Ask Him. Ask Him. See, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you God's truth. And I thank God for that. I said, thank you, Lord, for revealing that to me. Knowing that you created me in your image, in your likeness, and that you breathed life into me, and that from the beginning you, you knew already you had a plan and a purpose for me. And I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you. You see, that, that's why if we don't know who the Spirit of God is, and if we don't know that, that he, by His Spirit that He lives in us, and if we don't know that, that, that the Spirit that lives in us is from God, is the Holy Spirit that helps us. If we don't know, then, then we're, we're going to be lost. We're going to be deceived. We're going to be misled. And then now, now God has, has shown me this now. Now He's telling me this. That is why today, because in His words He says that when the, when the day is getting closer for God to return, there are going to be many false prophets. And I said, what do you mean false prophets? And I always thought that it was just people that will mislead. But yes, that's true. That's part of it. But it, 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 it's coming to this. Is that through, through generation, through generation, there, there's people that will, you know, um, that, that, will, that will be misled. By, by, by that culture, by that, you know, and, and the environment that they're living in. They're going to be misled by that. And, there, there's, and, and there's, there's so many things now. There's, there's, there's believers out there. And I'm going I'm to I'm throw this out there. And there, there's, a, there's a person out there on television was asked this question. Why? Why is it that you do not tell the people that there's a heaven and there's a hell? And you know what his response was? We don't go there because people are already facing too much in their lives. They are already, they are already going through too much anxiety and worry and and fear and trouble and all of this. They're already going through all of that. They're already, they're already going through the world dealing with what's going on and what's happening. Why should I have to come in here and then tell them that if you don't receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and when you die, you're going to hell. That's just going to cause them to not want to come anymore. And this 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 person is is well known. Well known. You see him on television. I see people talk about him. I see people post about him. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. That's why, by the Holy Spirit, this is what the Holy Spirit helps us with too. He helps us to discern. 
the Spirit, He helps us to discern what is right and what is wrong. Amen. Yes. Helps us. Yes. That way you know. That way you know. Helps us. Helps us. Now, men, men, us, women, men and women, all of us, okay? You know, the Bible always says men. And it doesn't say men and women. So you can't say, well, he's only talking to the men. No, he's talking to both. Because what, where did the women come from? The women came from the men, right? That's why when you read the Word of God, when he says men, he's talking about both men and women. He's talking about both. Now, <clears throat> so, so I begin to, uh, and I, I want to probably talk about this one of these days, but we won't go there. But I want to, I want to share with you something. What happened? After God created everything, you know what? God created the people. He created Adam. He created Eve. He created the animals. And then crazy things begin to happen, right? Wickedness. People be, be, begin to, um, you know, just, just do all kinds of evil things. Go to, go to Genesis chapter 6. And, and I really like um, what, what, what Pastor brought up last week. Is that, um, see in the beginning when God walked with Adam and Eve was in the garden. Right? In the garden. The garden of Eden. It was there with them. But then because of their disobedience, they got kicked out of the garden. And now we're paying the consequence today. But now, look, we're going back. We're going back to that garden. We're, we're going back to when we're going to be in the kingdom of God, reigning with Him in that garden. Walking with Him. Talking with Him. Seeing him. Yes, amen. Wow, I can't, I can't wait. I don't know about you, but I, I can't wait yes, to, to get to that place where I'm going to be walking with God. Where I'm going to be there just in his presence. I mean, just, wow. Wow, I, can, I, I cannot wait. Amen. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So right here in, um, in Genesis chapter 6, look at, look at um, verse 3. Verse 3 says, And the Lord said, My spirit, whose spirit? God's spirit, right? The spirit of God. My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. See, because of wickedness, because of fleshly desires, because of who we want to follow and not choose to follow God, 
now our days on this earth is limited. Limited. But there's going to be a time, eternity, forever and ever. Our spirit, our spirit. So, let me, let me draw a picture here. So God is a spirit here. And then God created man here. And then God breathed life into man. And man is beginning to live. Now, when man became alive, man has his own spirit. Has his own spirit. Now, when man realizes his sinful nature and, and submits to God and turns to God and receives Jesus as his Lord and Savior, then God gives him the Holy Spirit. So now man, as a Christian, has his own spirit, and has the Holy Spirit. And because of God breathing life into him, he's alive. So that, that's the picture that, that I'm drawing here. Now, if we don't accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then we don't have the Holy Spirit. We just have our spirit. That's it. Yes, that's right. Now, the spirit that you have, the spirit that you have, okay, one day is either going to be in heaven or hell. The spirit that's in you, your spirit, your spirit is either going to be in heaven or in hell. And God, God doesn't want us to, He didn't create hell for us. No. He didn't. Not for us, no. He, he created He created us in His image to, to love Him, to have that relationship with Him, to be in His presence, to walk with Him in that garden. Not have to worry, not have to be afraid, not have to do to, to, to any of that. To just be in God's presence. He wants that relationship with us. He wants that relationship with you. He wants you to know the truth. He wants you to understand His Word. He wants you to grow in His Word. He wants you to, to mature in His Word. He wants you to listen, to listen to Him, to understand Him, to know Him. Yes. That's what God wants. He wants all of us, all of you, to know Him, yes, to know Him, to just, to just come to Him. You know, anytime something happens, run to God. Amen. Yes. Anytime something comes up and you know you trip, you fall, reach out to God. Amen. Yes. And He will lift you up. He will pick you up. Yes. You see, that's who God is. That's who He is. That's who He is. And He's given us the Holy Spirit to help us. He's given us the Holy Spirit to help us. And he wants us to know that. He wants us to understand that. Now, right here, look, look at verse 5. It says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent, look, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil. Continually. 
And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on earth. And look, and he was grieved in his what? In his heart. He was sad. He was saddened. And then verse 7 says, So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air. For I am, I am sorry that I have made them. Now look at verse 8. But, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now, you know Noah, right? What comes to your mind when I say Noah? What comes to your mind? Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark? Okay, what else? Animals. Animals? Okay, what else? Flood. Flood. Yeah, flood. Now look. Noah built a boat, right? And he put in all the animals in there. And then him and his family only, right? Yep. Were in that boat. And when the flood came, the boat was lifted up. So when the flood came, look, the whole world was covered again in what? Water. In water. But this time it's different than the beginning. Because now there's, there's Noah and his family and all the things that God created in that boat. So, the Spirit of God were in that boat with the family, with Noah. See, they have the Spirit of God in them. That's why they obeyed. That's why they, they listened to God. That's why God saved them. But all those that were out there that were just living, their minds were just full of evil continuously, following idols, worshiping idols, going after things that are not right. Just living their own life. This is my life. I can do whatever I want. I can live however I want. Nobody has to tell me how to live. Nobody can tell me what to do. Nobody does anything. I mean, I make my own money. I do my own thing. It's mine. See, people were living that way. What happened to them? They drowned. They died. They died. So, God is the one that gives life. True? Yes. He's also the one that can take it. He's also the one that can take it. And when he takes it, when he takes it, okay, our spirit, when my, when my day, my days are numbered, only God knows. Yes. Only God knows. So as I'm alive, I'm, I'm, I'm here serving God, honoring God, worshiping God, sharing His Word with others. And when that day comes, I want my spirit, I want my spirit to be in the presence of God. I want, I want to be in the presence of God. I want to be where God is at. I don't want to be in hell. I don't want to be the opposite of that. I want to be in heaven where God is at. Where the word says that there's no more pain, no more suffering, no more any of that. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. Where do you want to be? Praise the Lord.
You know, there's more to this story here. And, um, and, and I kind of shared this the other night, and I thought, wow, God telling me through the flood, all of this. And now, look, look what's happening in our world now. We're seeing a lot of what? Violence? What else? What did you see? I think everybody saw this. What was happening in the sheep stream? Yeah. Water, moving vehicles, right? Flood. You know what? God is telling us something. He's telling us something. He's showing us signs. Telling us, look. In Noah's days, what he caused. Now, today, as we live, when we see what's happening, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. He could come right now. As you walk out that door, you get in your ride, you go home. Oh, that was nonsense. That's not true. The trumpet sounds. The trumpet sounds. See, we don't know. We don't know. All we do know, all we do know, all I know is God's word. All I know is God's word. And all I know is God's word is true. John 3, 16, what does it say? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have what? Everlasting life. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, there, there were some things that I, I wanted to talk about tonight, but it went in a totally different direction. But, it, but it's just getting to know God, know, know who He is. There was a scripture, uh, I forgot to write it down, when I was studying the Word. Did you know that there's a scripture in the Bible that says that sin Wickedness to God is so filthy that it's like the that it's like the, the women when they go through that menstrual cycle every month. He compared it to that. It's in the Bible. I believe it's in Ezekiel. I can't remember the chapter, but when I find the chapter and verse, I'll bring it up. He compared wickedness. To a, a woman's when they when they go through that menstrual cycle every month that you know that's how filthy and how dirty sin is to God and and sin look look sin what is sin anything that 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 we do that disobeys God right yes God tells us to love one another. But when we talk about others, when we, when we don't love, when we don't show kindness, or, or when we don't show um, love to others, when we don't do that, then, then we're, we're, we're stepping outside of who God wants us to be. See? Or, or if somebody says, um, knocks on your door, excuse me, can you help me? No, get away from me. Leave me alone. And you turn the other one walk away. That's, that's not kindness. Or, or somebody asks you something and then you say, no, no, no. Um, and you tell a little white lie. A little white lie. 
Is it okay? No. No. There was, um, there was, see, I don't know if I shared this with you. A couple weeks ago, and I know Pastor shared one of these one time. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I needed to, to, to change my oil. And then, um, did I share this with you? Yeah? Okay. So I needed to change my oil in my truck. So I bought all the stuff for it. The oil, the oil filter, everything. I went to the register. I gave him my card. And then he gave it back to me. He goes, here you go, thank you. I said, whoa, wait a minute. I said, I don't think you charged me. He goes, yeah, no, I did. He goes, you put your card in, right? I said, yeah. He goes, well, once you put your card in, the, the register opened up, it printed out a receipt. So it's telling me that you paid. I said, no, that, that, can't, that can't be true. I said, no, something, something's wrong. Because when you put in your card, you know, it'll ask you to, to put in buttons, right? Either your PIN number or you accept it or whatever. But I didn't do any of that. I just put in my card and then receipt came out and, and then, he, and then he, he was trying to give me the receipt. He goes, no, right here it says you paid. I said, no, it doesn't. I said, here, let me check my account. So I checked my account on my phone. I said, nothing, nothing came out of my account. I said, run it again. He's like, no, no. He's trying to push me to go. But the Holy Spirit, no, no, no. So I made him, I made him run my card again. And then this time, I punched in my PIN number, and then um, the receipt came out. Then I got my receipt. Praise the Lord, I walked out. See, I could have I just took that receipt and then walked out and said, hey, you know, he didn't try to do nothing. That's not my fault, that's his fault. The devil can, can come in and try to destroy that relationship that you have with God. We need to be very careful. And that's what the Holy Spirit does, helps you. Um, so you got that sheet there, okay? Examples of the Holy Spirit working in the Old Testament. Okay, I'm just going to kind of go through this real quick. We've all read Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. So the Holy Spirit, where do we see the Holy Spirit in Genesis chapter 1, verses 2? We see the Holy Spirit is participating in creation. The Holy Spirit is participating in creation. See, God's Spirit was there from the beginning. The Holy Spirit was there from the beginning. And by, by the Holy Spirit, by God's Spirit, there was creation. Right there, Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. And then the Holy Spirit gave life to creatures and the earth. If you were to look at Psalms 104.30, okay, we're not going to go through all these scriptures, but I want you to, to go back and look at it and read these scriptures. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the Holy Spirit breathed life into humans. Chapter 2, verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And then the Holy Spirit was recognized by men. And if you look at Genesis chapter 41, verse 38. 
And in Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, the Holy Spirit strived with sinners. And then there's some men here that the Holy Spirit gave power, extraordinary power to these leaders. The first one, Numbers 27, 18, was Joshua. The second one, Othniel. Othniel, O-T-H-N-I-E-L. O-T-H-N-I-E-L. So you'll find his name if you read right there, Judges chapter 3, verse 9 through 10. And then um, Gideon, Judges chapter 6, verse 34. And then Judges chapter 14, verses 5 through 6, Samson. Let me ask you this. Who was Samson? Have you guys ever read who Samson was? Okay, is that how you would describe him? The strength of the image by God. Yeah, by God's spirit. spirit. Yes. Okay. What else do we know about Samson? The spirit came from his spirit. Okay. His strength. strength. came from his spirit. Was he a good man? Yeah. For a while. He wasn't. He wasn't the, the, the perfect person. Yeah. And and, and then just 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 who he was. His personality, his character wasn't, wasn't godly. But you know what? God still used him. Yes, amen. And when I, when I found that out, I thought, thank you, God. No matter what's going on in this world, God can still use them. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And then Saul, 1 Samuel chapter 10. Verse 9 through 13. He really messed up, huh, Saul? Um, 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 9 through 13. He really messed up. Because that next one says, when Saul disobeyed, look what happened. Yeah, it was taken away from him. God took it away from him. Yeah. And then the spirit. I had a little misspell right there. I didn't use spell check. It's supposed to be inspired. Inspired King David. I want you to, 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 to figure this out. What's the difference between Saul and David? That's just a question for you. Read the Bible. Search the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. He guided the prophets. The Holy Spirit inspired holiness. Psalm 143, verse 10. And then encourage morality. Ezekiel 36, verse 27. 
And then Isaiah 11.2 prophesy of the Messiah. And then in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, identify the coming Messiah. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. So if you go back and read all of this, these are all examples of the Holy Spirit. Just some of it. Examples of the Holy Spirit working in the Old Testament. Because we're going to go from the Old Testament to the New Testament talking about the, the Holy Spirit. Which one? The fourth one? Yeah, Genesis chapter 41 verse 38. You guys got it all? So look at uh, Genesis chapter 7, 22. verse uh, 22. Yeah, so you look at that. Verse 22 in Genesis chapter 7. It says, All in whose nostrils was the breath of the Spirit of life. All that was on the dry land. What happened? Died. Died. So God, what did He do? What He breathed into man, He took it back. He took it back. He took it back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So in a couple weeks, we're going to go over this one, which is the, the, the roles of the Holy Spirit in the, in the New Testament, Old Testament. But before we go to that, I want to end with this. You're full of it. What do you think? What do, you, what, what do they mean by that? What's that? Okay. That is not true. That we're believing something that's not true. Okay. 
All right. Now, let's change your perception. Let's change your thinking. So next time they say, oh, you're full of it. Say, yes, I'm full of the Holy Spirit. I am full of the Holy Spirit. I am full of the Holy Spirit. Yes, I am full of the Holy Spirit. Full of the Holy Spirit. Everybody say it. I am full of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. Yes, I am full of the Holy Spirit. You, you're, you're all called, all of you. Yes. All of you are called for a purpose. Yes. You're not just here to be here. No. God created you for a purpose. And then now, I believe that you're all believers, yes. right? That's right. You've all accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yes. You belong to God. You belong to Him. You have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you. You, you have it. Yes, that's right. Hallelujah. Now, don't let that just go to waste. Don't, don't let that just go. No. Use it. Use what God has given you, the Holy Spirit, to help you. And not only that, God is looking He's looking, he's looking for people who are filled with the Holy Spirit and filled with faith. Now, this world that we live in, it's, it's, it's messed up. There's a lot of things that are happening. We see a lot of wicked people going, getting away with a lot of things. But you know what? You, 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 all of you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by God's calling on your life, you are to bring God's hope, God's grace, and God's peace. Hope, grace, and peace. Yes, That's what you are to bring into this world. You are to bring that into this world. Amen. To tell, to let people know, to share of who God is. Who God is. See, all of us, all of you, all of you have been given that role, that responsibility. All of you. Every single one of us. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Let's go back to um, let's go let's go to Romans. Romans uh, chapter six. And then look at uh, verse, <clears throat> verse 10. 
Actually, let's look at uh, verse verse 9. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. And then verse 10 says, For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. And then look at verse 11. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The Lord God has given, we all have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will empower you, will help you, will show you, will teach you, will guide you. And, and, and God's Spirit lives in all of us. In all of us. Recognize that. Understand that. And begin to walk Begin to walk, begin to walk in the Spirit every day, every day. Grow, grow, grow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's all stand. Let's everybody stand. Oh, Lomaha, say, make a short, oh, Lomaha, Father God, Lord. Oh, Lomaha, say, make a short, oh, Lomaha, Lord. Oh, Father God, Lord God, Father Lord, thank you, Father, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, thank you, Father. Oh, Father God, we thank you, Father, for your love, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your mercy, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Father, for your grace, Lord God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, that you live in us, Lord God, by your Spirit, Lord God. That same Spirit, Father Lord, that raised Jesus from the dead, Father Lord, lives in us, Lord God. That same Spirit, Lord God, from the beginning, from the beginning of creation, Lord God, lives in us, Father Lord. We just thank you, Father Lord, that we can look to you, that we can come to you, Father Lord, that we can take refuge in you, Father God. Father, Lord, help us, Lord God, by the Holy Spirit, that when we walk out these doors, Father, Lord, that we will walk in the Spirit, Lord God, that we will bring hope to people, Father, Lord, that we will bring peace to people, Father, Lord, and that we will share with them, Lord God, of how gracious that you are, Lord God, how much that you love them, Lord God. Father, Lord, use us, Lord God. Use us in a mighty way, Father, Lord. That we will hear your voice, Lord God. Father, Lord, that you will receive all the honor and all the glory, Father God. Oh, Father God, thank you, Lord God. Father, Lord, by our obedience to you, Lord God. That we, that we, that as, a, as we obey you, Father, Lord God, that those around us, Lord God, our families, Lord God, will just continue, will draw 
closer to you, Lord God, that they will confess that you are Lord over their life, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, because they will see you in us, Father Lord. And everything that we do in our actions, in our words, Father Lord, they will see you, Father Lord. And that's what's going to draw them to you, Lord God. So, Father Lord, help us. Help us every day, Lord God. As we just get ready, Father Lord, for that day when you call us home, Lord God. Father, we just give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory, Father God. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, you tell us in your word that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. You are always with us, Lord God. In everything that we do, you are always with us, Lord God. Father, Lord, you tell us not to fear, not to be afraid, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for your peace, for your comfort, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, Lord, I pray, Father, for everyone here, Lord God. Father, Lord, those that are not here, Father, Lord, stir up their hearts, Lord God that they will have a hunger, they will have a thirst for you, Lord God. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, Lord, those that are sick, Lord God, we pray over them. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we come into agreement, Lord God, that by your strike, Lord God, that they are healed, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, that they will not be afraid, Father, Lord, they are more than conquerors, they are overcomers, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that no weapon formed against them, Father Lord, shall prosper. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh, Father God, I give you praise. I thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. You are God Almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing. Lord God, you are on the throne, Lord God. You are in control, no matter what, Father. And we just thank you for that. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to you, Father God. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. And all the children of the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God.